0: So we are the Hallmarkers Podcast, and we are so excited to be here today. We are talking all about Hallmark Hall of Fame. This is very illustrious. Amber, are you excited?
1: Um, I am <laughs> fine with it. Okay. There are some things I'm excited about and some things I am less excited about. Well, we're always excited to talk to talk about these Hallmark
0: films, and the good, the bad, and everything in between, so it's gonna be fun. I'm Rachel, and uh, let's dive in. We had, the reason why we we're talking about Hallmark Hall of Fame this for this episode is we had Hallmark Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, the big April, practically the only April release from Hallmark uh, is called, was called The Beach House, uh, and this was the Hallmark Hall of Fame And Hallmark Hall of Fame, if you are all unaware, uh, is the longest standing television program.
1: Is that correct? Or something in that? Yes, the Hallmark Hall of Fame anthology is the longest running, currently airing show
0: it goes all the way back even to radio days there was hallmark hall of fame radio shows uh so it it's it's really really long to be a series that aired on abc uh as a, a um kind of similar to like the um the uh, wonderful world of disney you know they would have a special um disney movie uh they would have a special hallmark movie and they'd usually have all hallmark ads during Hallmark hall of fame and you needed like the tissues for the ads almost more than
1: for the movie at least these ads (laughs) do you remember that amber um yeah i love the ads yeah yeah um there are so many like we used to have the vhs recorded version of sarah plain and tall and i loved the commercials in that there was one with the little girl from kindergarten cop yeah. And I loved that commercial. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, the commercials are amazing.
0: Really, really, really good. And in my opinion, uh, now that they're just exclusively on the Hallmark channel, they're not quite as, um, there's not quite the gravitas to them that there was. They're still enjoyable. But I really wish that they'd get back to doing like uh, sort of maybe more ambitious projects in, for Hallmark Hall of Fame, like something maybe period pieces Something a little bit different that you can't do on the regular Hallmark movie uh, rather than just the all-star cast, personally. That would be nice. <laughs>
1: do, do, do you agree? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So here's the problem sometimes with the Hallmark movies that are Hall of Fame. They're built-ups to be so great, right? Right. And then they're just like mostly just Hallmark movies.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Except for sometimes they decide to have like a message right. and I'm not necessarily a big fan of the messages and we'll talk about it. We'll just, we'll, you know, we'll talk about the beach house. i I have some problems with it. Uh, fair enough. Okay. So
0: yeah, we're going to dive into that first. We have the beach house. So this is based on the book by Mary Alice Monroe. I did read the book before uh, the movie. Uh, and, um, uh there are some differences the biggest difference in the between the book and the movie is that uh is that cara coretta or whatever they want to call Mm -hmm. uh is much older in the book she's like 40 in the book so there's sort of a, a a sense of they really missed their window her and brett And, uh, and, uh, you know, getting to know each other again and kind of a thing. And then the other big difference is that you get to know toys, baby daddy, and Mm -hmm. he's not so nice. And there's a lot of plot. There's way more of toy in that, in the, um. Uh, in the book before we talk about the beach house i wanted to share what our listeners thought anderson sisters they say enjoyed it but super confused that toy's baby didn't age for the epilogue maybe she's an alien sent to save the turtles (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious i I have to admit i didn't notice that but that is really really funny that she was still a baby i guess in the epilogue (laughs) Uh, um, a girl gone hallmark says, as someone who left home super young and isn't very close to a lot of my family because of it, this one really hit home, pretty much cried throughout, but it wasn't all tears. Loved Kara and Brett, thought they played off each other really well. There you go. Uh, Carrie Uh, create magic says best hallmark movie in a long time i love them all but the something about the beach house was extra special such a beautiful story with many layers and tangents the chemistry between Chad michael murray and mika kelly was palpable undeniable and sweet andy mcdowell is divine there you go um waiting in the pumpkin patch says I thought it was one of the better Hall of Fame movies as compared to those released over the last several years. Excellent acting and story. I haven't read the book and it made me want to know more, such as where was Palmer spending all of that money? We're going to be trying to do that now a little bit more on the podcast. We'll put, um, we'll put up a post on Twitter and our other social media and ask for some of your feedback. And uh, so just keep an eye out for that. And we'd love to hear what you think. Of the various programs and um so so amber what was your overall feeling about this film
1: um sort of meh okay um i did really like the cast i will say that the cast Mm -hmm. was great um and i can go into specifics right now if you want or you want to just do overall things
0: just overall things Okay, so that's all I got yeah, for overall. There you go. Okay, great. Um, well, I actually really liked this one. And for me, I thought that the reason why I really liked it is I thought that Chad Michael Murray and Minka Kelly were super flirty and super fun. I just really liked all of their flirty interactions with each other. And uh, like, I don't know, just it was one of the more flirty pairings I've seen in a long time. And I really thought it was cute. And uh, I really thought they had great chemistry. And uh, so I was a fan um, of that. And I thought it was sweet enough. And I enjoy anything with the beach. I'm a big beach person. So I thought the cinematography... And all of that was really pretty. Like Love Locks. Like I love anything with like Paris and Super Romance and whatever. So that one had a good chance that I was going to like it. The Beach House, since I'm so huge into the beach. And uh, I actually didn't think they overkilled it with the turtle stuff. I thought they used that just enough. It wasn't It wasn't uh, too obnoxious. Um, so I was a fan. I liked it. So there you go. So let's talk about some of your characters. Uh, you, have, uh, you have Kara. Um, What did you think about Kara as a character?
1: Um, So I think Minka Kelly did a serviceable job with Kara. I sort of feel like Kara is super boring. Okay. Um, I mean, that's actually basically the biggest complaint is that I thought all of the characters were super boring. I didn't really care about them. It was just like a bunch of boring people not really having that much of a problem That a little bit of talking wouldn't do, but it wasn't played for, like, there wasn't any jokes or fun. It was like, we're going to be super serious and boring Mm -hmm. at the same time.
0: So you didn't like sort of the flirty scenes?
1: I mean, the flirty scenes were okay, I suppose. But, I mean, I have seen Chad Michael Murray and Minka Kelly do flirty and do chemistry and romance way better other times so for me it felt a little flat and forced interesting okay uh
0: yeah i really thought i really enjoyed that i haven't seen them as much as you I, it was hard to kind of uh try to get lila out of my head because that's how i know Mika kelly um i certainly thought this was we're going to talk about uh in back i thought this was a lot better than that i thought they had way better chemistry and it was just to me it I thought this was more interesting um and like the family dynamic I really liked that one like dinner um where they, like I don't know I tweeted out like r- <laughs> rich people dinners you know and, they, and they, I don't know I thought it worked and I thought that toy was a sweet character I think they could have done more with her I don't yeah. know yeah that's a
1: thing so like it felt like yeah toy was just didn't exist
0: Mm -hmm. basically
1: other than to occasionally give pills and i don't know and just like of course she decides to give birth in the middle of the hurricane but not stay at the doctor and Mm -hmm. of course chad michael murray is the person who finds her like there were a lot of like contrivances that i didn't like Mm -hmm. i was like enough with like gazing at the picture of russell we get it like I, I if you took a shot every time she gazed longingly at the picture of russell you would die of alcohol poisoning because <laughs> it was just constant like yeah. just frame it if you're going to look at it that much <laughs> and then but like but I, I feel like the actors did a serviceable job with what they were given i just did not feel interested really? in the storylines at all i th- and then and then the turtles like, there, the turtles didn't do enough of, like, a metaphor for it to be a fun metaphor. The turtles didn't do anything as far as the plot goes, as otherwise give them something to do or reason to be outside. And then the CGI turtles slash robot turtles were honestly slightly terrifying and super garish. I do not understand. I'm sorry. I don't understand why they CGI'd a turtle coming out of water. Mm-hmm. that wasn't in shot with the other people when they could have just found footage of a turtle coming out of water yeah, yeah. i just i, I can't know. i can't fathom yeah. it
0: May, maybe they yeah i don't know that's a good question that didn't bother me i didn't i that didn't i didn't even that didn't bother me at all i thought they used the turtles just enough i don't know. i didn't think they overdid it with that um it was just kind of a a, a symbol of their mom you know and and something that she loved and and uh and i think that uh that you know is about her sort of resenting her mom and the the turtles and her learning to kind of love that part of her even her name is based on turtles and um so i don't know i liked it what can i say i think when if you knew that you were about to about to pass away I think you would start thinking about things like that you would start thinking about the the, the lost loves of your life the, the the moments of your life like that seemed fine to me I didn't have a problem with that at all um I mean it's not like I, I thought the movie was perfect but I really enjoyed it I thought it was really sweet and I just thought they I really liked all the flirty scenes that was my favorite part about it And, um, but what did you think about Palmer as a character, as a villain kind of character?
1: I mean, like, I know she's like, you've just turned into daddy. Fine. Like, no offense. Grow a spine. You can't let your child bully you. You're the mom. Yeah. So that was ridiculous. And obviously since he let, she let him bully her, she spoiled him his whole life. She made this problem. And Mm you'd be like, oh, well, she just never stood up to her husband. You can stand up to your kid. That's Mm -hmm. a thing that's possible.
0: So, yeah. whatever.
1: It kind of irritated me that she just, like, just let it get to this point. But he's also a terrible, horrible person, so who cares? I didn't, like, like whatever. And then, also, like, she's gonna die in five minutes, so sure, let him have half of her money right now. Mm-hmm. Which is heartless of me. I just wish that they had, like, Palmer
0: in the book is not as bad. He's more of, of a redeemable character. He's just kind of mm-hmm. catty and just kind of rude and whatever. And he does he does he does steal some, but it's not it's just not the same. It's not as bad and it's not as it's just like a it's almost like, like a little petty cash kind of a thing situation. Not like this like huge like amount. And, um, I don't know. So, uh, I, they made him more of, and they tried to kind of by the answer to soften him up by having like his kids be great. And that, I think that's what they tried to do. But, uh, but yeah, I mean that, that was probably a weakness in the story. It's just like, he really should have like, that's a horrible thing to like steal from your mother. But, um, I don't know for me, the flirting won the day. I just thought those scenes were super cute. Like when they were cooking and he's like, <laughs> they, they do the whole like over the shoulder like moment. And like, they were just like, I loved when he got her off the boat and he's like carrying her. That was super cute. I really, um, I don't know, just all those moments I thought were really fun. I thought they were great together. So uh, yeah. So how many crowns do you give the beach house?
1: Um, wait, I do want to say one thing before I give crowns, which okay. was Toy was played by Mackenzie Vega, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Alexa Pena Vega's sister.
0: I wondered about that. I heard. I, I, I didn't have time to research it. Oh, cool.
1: So now that they are both <laughs> hashtag in the hallmark stable of actresses, um, are we going to get to have a Vega Vega double feature featuring her husband, Pena Vega? <laughs> Amazing, you guys. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Let's make it all a family affair. That sounds good to me. Okay. And then for my crowns, I gave this two crowns.
0: Okay. I gave it four crowns. So we're totally on different pages on this movie. And I actually have it ranked at number three uh, in my ranking. I have it just underneath Royal Hearts and just before One Winter Weekend. So There you go. We're going to talk about The Makeover, Remember Sunday, and Away and Back were the three that we picked.
1: Which is so funny because we picked these three movies just thinking, oh, this will be fun. You know, obviously we'll pick the other Minka Kelly movie. And then I like this one and you like this one. And then it turns out they actually released these three movies together in a DVD. So if you feel like you want to watch these movies and you don't have Hallmark movies now, by the way... They're all available on Hallmark movies now, which is incredible. Um, go find the DVD because you can get it from Walmart. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That and uh, and the, yeah, these are all on Hallmark movies now, like you said. And uh, so yeah, they uh, they're yeah. We were like, oh, I guess they're just they're just a natural pairing, and we just we just gravitate towards natural pairings. Evidently, we just have that kind of chemistry. <laughs> So, all right. So let's talk about the makeover. This was originally aired in 2013. And uh this is a play on George Bernard Shaw's Pygmalion or My Fair Lady, people might know it more as that. Uh where you have uh the um uh you, it's like a gender swap though, where you have your character and I really thought it was fun that they kept the names. Uh, of the characters from Pygmalion, that Agreed. was fun to me. Doolittle, uh, played by David Walton, who is this like beer guy, and he's from Boston, and he talks like he's from Boston, and I would do an accent, but I'm terrible at accents.
1: He packed the can, have it, yad. Oh, good, you can do accents.
0: I can't. There's really, really strong accent, and he uh, he comes in at the very beginning of the movie. Julia Stiles. Is playing uh, the uh, Henry Higgins character, and she's just lost uh, a bid for Congress because people don't think that she is relatable enough. Then you have Cameron Mannheim who was uh, her last name was Pickering, uh, which goes right along with the play as well. So that was so much fun, and uh, they see this. So basically, the uh, Elliot comes in and he says. I want you all to teach me how to speak fluently so that I can get this job as a rep for a beer uh, beer company. And they, they they start scheming, like little schemers, and decide that they're going to try to get him to be a rep for Congress. And, uh, and the, that's when the whole plot starts going. And uh, what were your overall thoughts about this film?
1: You know, I really like this movie. I liked when it came out. I liked mm-hmm. it, and it... It didn't hold up as much as I remembered. There were some more gaping things that I didn't love. Uh-huh. But for the most part, I really, I really still enjoyed it. And it held up fairly well, but it, it lost some points. Mm.
0: See, this is the, that I, I'm surprised this is the one. Cause I, I have a different one that didn't hold up quite as well uh, for me. But, um, but yeah, this one I thought was so charming and so enjoyable. And I, I really... I had a a ball watching it. I liked it very much.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I actually did really like about it when I was watching it on, um, you know, for the second time Mm -hmm. is that um, all of the things that her political people say about her, like they say, you know, you, everyone sees you as someone who's too rigid. So, you know, you need to relax your posture and slouch a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they like, you don't need to always be right. And you need to like, not correct people for stupid stuff. And you need to show more passion because some people think you're a cold fish. And Mm -hmm. they also say like, people hate your hair. So you need to change your hair. And they tell her to start wearing sweater sets. Mm -hmm. all of those things are things she absolutely refuses to do at the beginning of the show Mm -hmm. and by the time we get to the end of the show she actually has adopted almost all of those things Mm -hmm. just naturally by being around Elliot Mm -hmm. and him helping like relax her as a human yeah which I thought was really interesting on the rewatch to see that actually happened yeah and it is
0: really true what they say in one of those um uh, focus group whatever sessions when they say that it's very difficult for a female candidate not that we want to get too into politics but it is true that you're either the prom queen type you're either criticized as the prom queen type if you're too light and too fluffy or you're you're criticized as the uh as the which not not which um if you're too businessman if you're too you know whatever it's, it's
1: you're either sarah palin or hillary clinton yeah. from the snl skits with both of them yeah those are so the two options
0: yeah and and that still has not as i think that's still accurate i mean it's five years later but i still think that's basically true maybe a maybe a, a few things have have a have gone uh, barriers have been broken but not much so i don't know i thought that was actually pretty true and uh you know there were some nice moments as far as when he's like listening to to people about their concerns about uh about jobs and education and and uh and you know houses foreclosing and some of that stuff i thought that they were managed to sort of bring some of that in without it becoming heavy-handed or preachy uh to me at least i didn't feel like it was and um uh yeah i mean and i even thought his like sister was a
1: pretty interesting character i mean for me the yeah i really enjoyed his sister yeah. for sure she was she's a, definitely a character we don't really see on hallmark yeah. which is um a strong single lady without a love interest yeah who has children yeah um who is like super tough and sassy
0: yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, and the,
0: the miss for me, and I like her as an actress, but I thought that Frances Fisher was a little over the top. And maybe that's not fair because in the original Pygmalion and uh, My Fair Lady, it's basically the character. So I kind of understand why they made her
1: the way that she is, but she was a little annoying to me. Yeah, she was definitely super irritating, especially where mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I'm gonna fight you, Kappa. Get get over. He is. Um, she was a little too much, but thankfully she wasn't overused. I mean, yeah. she was really only yeah. in three scenes, mm-hmm. and one of those was being interviewed on the news. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was. If they if she had been in it more, it would have been worse. But she wasn't used that much, so it was fine yeah. for me. And Cameron Manheim was
0: fun. I like her as an actress. I, yeah, I'd like to see her in even more things <laughs> you know, just in general I just always like her but I feel like whenever I see her in anything even she was in a one of my favorite How I Met Your Mother episodes uh, as this matchmaker uh, that tries to match up Ted is it, it was pretty funny and uh I don't know she's just always good I, I I always liked her so she was good in this as well I think uh, so what was the parts that didn't hold up for you as well in this
1: um to be fair I didn't I mean, I know they have to have an accent. It's like a whole thing. But I feel like a lot of the times they were really overdoing the Boston accent and also the, like, Boston colloquialisms. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, uh, there were a lot of times that she was actually making grammatical errors. And I was, she needs to correct this. She has to have perfect grammar all the time. It was, so it kind of bugged me. But, like, that's just, like, nitpicky stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I don't know. I think I might not actually super love my fair lady (laughs) as a thing. Um, even though I love lying, um, I just don't really understand being mad that somebody is trying to convince you to become something. And like,
0: well, it's not that she's mad that somebody's trying to convince her to become something. It's that she feels like Henry Higgins doesn't, like she was beginning to feel like she ca- that he cared about her, that it was more than just the experiment. And uh, and then when she finds out that it really wasn't and that it was all just, that that's all it was, was just the bet. It wasn't anything to do with her as a person. Then that's when she gets mad and she gets upset. And, um, and... Uh, and i think the part that's it's always a little bit hard in the pygmalion book she actually doesn't go back to professor higgins uh, but in my fair lady they they pick the romantic ending which has always been a little bit harder for me to buy uh, that she really would go back because- like who
1: would pick henry higgins over <laughs> freaking freddie like let's be right, real right, right. that guy's like a dreamboat, <laughs> sings at your house, yeah. has tons of money and like adores you. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Team Freddy.
0: Yeah. Uh so I, I agree. I don't really love the ending of My Fair Lady, but it's I can still uh I can still as we learned this week in a uh, spoiler alert to my review of Avengers Infinity War, I can enjoy a movie even if I hate the ending.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Um but, but I, I just I mean <laughs> Uh, but, I do like, I yeah. actually like this play on it more than My Fair Lady, um, okay. because you can see their relationship grow and that they like each other the whole time. Yeah. Um, cause I, like, I think it's like a, it's a hurt that
0: like, oh, all I was, t- I thought that our relationship was more and all I was for you was just like a, a, a toy, basically. I was just a prop and, and you thought they thought it was more. So that that's kind of the hurt. I think more than like, more than then I don't know. That and that makes sense to me. Like if you thought you had a relationship with a person and and they it turns out they they didn't that would be hurtful for me. Yeah to
1: to value me as a person. I guess this is the thing. Um when I hear people saying mean things about me, which has happened, um I live for that stuff. <laughs> like no joke. Like people are like, oh my gosh, blah, blah blah blah, and I'm just like standing there, and I'm just like, mm, you know what you did, and like it's real fun. Oh, I love wow. that kind of drama. Oh wow.
0: Okay. I do get. I I have been known to get my feelings hurt on
1: occasion. Uh, I basically just don't have feelings. I'm like a <laughs> robot, like a a snark robot. Yeah. There you
0: go. Uh. So okay. Uh. <laughs> Um, so how many crowns in the end would you give this now
1: oh I gave it 3.5 crowns oh there you go like it's it's a very decent score it's just like I think I had it at like five or something not five obviously five is only nine nights of Christmas (laughs) even stuff that got fives previously has been demoted upon review yeah um No, um, I I think I had it like four, but I, I just didn't feel like it was actually four crowns for me. Um, and a lot of that might've had to do with, I don't think I loved the chemistry between the two of them. I don't need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. It was fine, but it wasn't like stellar. And I think Mm -hmm. to get into a four, you either need to be really funny, really clever or have insane chemistry. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I would give it a four. I
0: really enjoyed it. I thought it was just charming and sweet and a fun take on a classic story. Okay. So then we had Remember Sunday. And this is kind of Hallmark's take on uh, on the 51st date, Dates concept. Um, and basically, Alexa Alexis Bedell plays this a uh, young woman who uh, meets this, uh, this man, this jewelry store clerk played by Zachary Levi, and they have this, this chemistry, but it turns out that he's had this brain aneurysm, he was the scientist, and he can't remember anything uh, new that happens to him once he falls asleep and so it's and i this is a real condition i guess that people have i don't know zachary levi plays gus and uh the the man who has so instead of 51st states where it's the um the woman who's the one you can't remember you have uh the um the man who can't remember. And he's developed all kinds of different systems to help him remember a recording and uh, different things. And this was the one that for me didn't hold up as well. Is I didn't hate it, but it didn't hold up for well. It was a little, I don't know. I mean, I just love, I love Zachary Levi so much. And I like Lex Liddell Fine, but I actually didn't think that they had great chemistry together. And I don't know. I just didn't love it as much as I was expecting to. Maybe I was just really tired by the time I watched it, which is very true. Uh, but um,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly like it better than 51st Dates, that's for sure. You hate but, Adam Sandler. Yes. Um, I'm just not going to let you talk tomorrow. Um, I do not like this more than 51st Dates, and I thought that I did. Um, so that was interesting. This movie also lost some points on the rewatch. Mm. Um, but. The things that it really has going for it is Zachary Levi is so great. And I think he does a great job and he's adorable and charming and everything he should be in this role. Yeah. Agreed?
0: Agreed. Yeah.
1: Although I always struggle, I must admit,
0: I just, I have to like, I just think Flynn Rider, Flynn Rider, Flynn Rider, Flynn Rider, (laughs) whatever. And it's so unfair because he deserves to be able to play other parts. But like, it's just my Disney brain like has a hard time turning that off, but he was great
1: well, you'll watch Chuck for five seasons and then you won't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, so he's he's amazing. Oh, he's so great. Um, and Alexis Bledel does a a great job being Rory. I mean, mm-hmm. she's killed it as Rory mm-hmm. in this movie um, because this yeah. character is essentially Rory. Right, right, right. Um, and she, her character is honestly a little manic pixie dream girl for me like agreed basically she is like klutzy and disorganized but like super artistic and super successful plus she just gets a windfall of wealth so boom she's taken care of and then not only that but once she finds out that he has this amnesia she's like i will dedicate my life to being with you and serving you and making sure we fall in love which is like I mean, who wouldn't want that, I guess. I think I thought the roller skating scene was really cute. I really liked it. Yeah. Um there were a lot of cute
0: scenes and cute moments. And uh I I I do think it was a devastating moment when the sister tells her, Oh, we already had the, the surgery. Yeah. Like it didn't work. That 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 is very effectively done, I think.
1: Yeah, and his the girl who plays his sister. Um, is that Merritt Weaver?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, she is really great. Um, she does such a good job of being like a patient person who's like done this all a million times, but she's not like mad about having to do it a million times. It's just like, it is what it is. So she just has to Mm -hmm. keep going. Um, she's like, she's great. She's so like, the actress does a great job and the sister as a human being does a great job. So I really like it. Um, like, do you think that you
0: could, like, if you found somebody that you really fallen in love with, do you think you could do this? Like, Just you personally would like, you're like, I don't, I couldn't no way. Like, I feel like, I feel like it would just be so hard. Just like daily to, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine daily, having to go through that and having to, you know, like, that would be
1: so hard. I, it would depend on where we were at before. Like, I don't think I would be like, oh boy, I just met. That's it. Though I am reaching the age where I would marry almost anything. (laughs) But like, if this was like, let's say I was married and then my husband ended up like this for sure yeah that's
0: a a different situation because then he because because this in this situation he's like he remembers his friend but he doesn't remember anything new that's happened to his friend yeah Uh, that's why you know he's like he has to keep his friend has to keep telling him oh we got divorced we got divorced we got divorced and uh um and so like but so a new relationship he doesn't remember anything about about the relationship when he
1: although although there could be some serious advantages to that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like let's say he wants to break up with you but you're still in it yeah and forget that we are back together as of today <laughs>
0: Like, yeah. um or but also like it could give you an out like if things are like not going well instead of like pushing through you could just be like well he's not gonna remember me
1: i'm just let's leave Uh, well, or no, like say, say, oh, I, um, I need to go on vacation. So, uh, forget me for a week. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But I can't remember. I no, I can't
0: imagine literally every morning your partner waking up and being like, who is this person in bed with me? Like, what is going on? Like, that would be horrible.
1: That would be like such a hard life. I can't. However, I will say. If you were the dude who just found some like tiny little Rory Gilmore in your bed, way less terrifying than if you were Rory Gilmore who just found some like random dude. That's, that's fair. That's fair.
0: I'd agree with that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I this was this was very sweet and it's enjoyable. I just I don't know. I just didn't like it quite as much as before. Uh, but uh, but it definitely has its heart in the right place, for sure. Uh, so how many crowns did you give this?
1: So um, I gave it 3.6 crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those crowns are just based solely on how delightful Zachary Levi is. Yeah. If there was someone not as skilled or as charming in that role, this movie could be way lower. Yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah, hence my feelings about 51st States.
1: <laughs> um, I will give three and a half.
0: So basically, exactly, we're best the same on this one. Yeah. yeah there you go. Um, okay, last one we're gonna talk about is Away and Back. Uh, this is basically about a family. Jason Lee plays a widower who has three kids and they live, I forget where, in this marsh place. And and they find uh, these swans and it just so happens that this is a swan that is like endangered or something and Mika Kelly plays an ornithologist <laughs> who uh, is somebody detecting the swans and so they become a, they become uh they interact everything and uh, trying to protect these first their eggs and uh and yeah there's cute interactions whatever the little girl uh at one point they they think that uh the um one swan is gone uh and the little girl kind of runs away to try to find the swan and so that becomes kind of the last part of the movie trying to find the little girl and uh yeah so what was your overall thoughts about this film
1: so we're gonna disagree on this movie yeah um i love it Interesting. Okay. I When I initially saw it, I was like, it's fine. But watching it after all these other ones, I was like, you know what? This is my favorite one of these. I really enjoy it. I liked the relationship between Minka Kelly and Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love Jason Lee. Like, full yeah. disclosure, I love him. He mm-hmm. is, like, hardly in anything, and I would watch anything he's in because did you think that Minka Kelly and Jason Lee had chemistry in this? I did. And the thing that I liked about mm-hmm. it is it wasn't like a burning passion chemistry like we often see. It was like a, like it was like exactly what you would hope for in a widower who was like not quite past grieving his wife, but like working on it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean it's like a super slow burn, right? I mean this yeah. movie takes place over the course of like what, almost a year? It's- yeah. So, um, it's, I really liked it. Um, I, I mean, I love the scene where he's like, you're going to go. Right. And she's like, yeah, I am. And he's like, I hope you would, I wish you would stay. And she's like, I can't, this is my job. And he doesn't guilt her. He doesn't do anything. He's like, you have a job and you can choose. And you know what? I lost my wife (laughs) and I'll be able to make it through. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not one of those, it's not honestly one of the movies where they're like, Oh, you have to choose to give up your big fancy career in New York to be with me. Like.
0: I do appreciate that as well. And I did appreciate the way that they did the scene of her not calling anymore. Like that was pretty devastating for all involved. That was well done. I think it was
1: devastating for everyone involved, but super real. Like this, their relationship is not, it's not typical Hallmark fair where it's like high hyper reality where people are, you know, they meet and five days later they're engaged. Like it was a slow burn and Mm. it was kind of just like, you know, because it was because of their like mutual love for their kids that their hearts opened enough to let Mm. each other in. Um, so i really liked it
0: yeah the little girl was so cute she was in we bought a zoo yeah uh, if any of you saw that and she was very cute but not like annoying cute like she was just cute cute and um uh, and (laughs) they they had speaking of of like disastrous special effects when they (laughs) there's that attack of the salon yeah (laughs) that was really bad but uh i didn't care about that it doesn't bother me but it was funny um and uh, uh and I actually did kind of buy the ending with her like going out and her like I thought that she had shown herself through the course of the movie to be resilient enough to like actually build her own fire and like you know do what she does like it felt like okay, I could see this girl really doing this and mm-hmm. really like being i don 't know just all her decisions I thought were
1: believable, yeah. Um that's a, like I mean that's the thing about this movie. It seems very believable. I I mean I bought everything. I bought everyone's motivation. But so for me the downsides to this movie. First of all, I feel like it's very
0: similar to Fly Away Home, which is a movie that I just barely reviewed for family movie night, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's why I was i don't know like it felt lacking to me compared to fly away home which is so beautiful and so well done and
1: i do not love fly away home what i don't
0: oh wow okay i think it's i think that (laughs) what
1: it's like literally anna pack making that noise for an hour and a half
0: oh i i really love i think that's a beautiful movie about a father and a daughter um really uh coming to a a beautiful place in their relationship i i think it's beautifully filmed beautifully acted i love it and uh, so for me this is not even close to that movie um and so i think that's part of the reason why to me this was lacking is that i had just reviewed and just seen that movie um literally i reviewed it this last month on my channel um but then also I didn't feel like they had really good chemistry between Nika Kelly and Jason Lee and I guess I like I prefer like in the beach house when they're all flirty and fun like that to me is more what I like uh than um and uh, I I don't know there was one scene where they were kind of like cooking together that was really cute and and then the the kids come in and kind of break it up that I really enjoyed. Uh, but, and I didn't hate it, but I, I definitely prefer Flyaway Home and I definitely prefer the beach house over this. So, how many crowns did you give this one?
1: I gave this 4.6 crowns.
0: Wow, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. liked it. A this ton. One, I'd give this one three crowns for me. So, let us know what you think about these four films where were you at it at on them Uh, put it in the comment section or let us know on twitter uh or other social media what you think Uh, so we have our episode of we have our recap show on the good witch which we are very excited about with our friend georgia speech and uh and then we have uh, this weekend on Hallmark Channel we have uh, the new Daro and Daro movie, which we're very excited about. We liked both liked the first one quite a bit. So that should be really fun. And then, yeah, next week on the podcast we're going to be talking about the Daro and Dara movies. Make sure you check out that. This week we had our interview with William Bibiani, where we ranked the Alicia Witt movies. So you definitely want to check that out. We also had this week our uh, one year anniversary of us podcasting together and uh, and disagreeing on films like The Beach House and uh, Away and Back, and we had a lot of fun with this little clip show that we put together, uh, sort of on our some of our favorite moments of the last year. And uh, so check that out. That's on the YouTube page, and uh, just make sure you're following us on all our social media, on Homeworkies Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. And everywhere Uh, and you can find us on wherever there's a podcast to be found you can find us and uh, so yeah let us know and uh, and Amber where can people find you?
1: As always I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and
0: that's it. Great and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Uh, I just posted uh, my podcast with my friend Trevor from How to Love Comics all analyzing dissecting Uh, Avengers Infinity War. So I'd love if y'all check that out, that would be great. So lots of fun stuff uh, going on with us and uh, we will uh, see you all next, we'll see you all next week. Thanks so much, bye. Bye everybody.